can complain about the Blue Jays and the Leafs and the Raptors, or you can get excited about them. We try to stay positive here, right, John? <laughs> we do but that we, overall. We get grouchy, too. We, we're, we're keeping it real around here. Got to keep it real. So whether you're upset about things or excited about things, it definitely adds a little sauce, a little excitement. If you're placing a wager, but, John, when you're doing so, because of our new partnership with Bet Rivers, whether you're in any jurisdiction across North America where Bet Rivers operates, they are our partner here. It's Sirius XM Sports at Primetime. Our partnership with Bet Rivers, we're excited about it. But if I wanted to go ahead and take advantage of that opportunity through Sports Bet Primetime, John, how, how would one do so? Matt, even I can do it. It's so much fun. Just Google Bet Rivers and go to betrivers.ca or betrivers.com okay. and you see the sign up there. And all you have to do for us is in the affiliate code field, put in prime time. Okay, got it. So I, I've never done this before. So I'm, I just go to betrivers.ca and I see in the top right corner a button that says join now. And then what do I do? So you click join now and you go to the affiliate code field and say uh-huh. prime time. One or word. not say prime time. Yeah. You, you type in prime time. Okay. <laughs> and that acknowledges it. And we'll be making reference to betting opportunities as we go through the different topics in our shows from time to time. And it makes it easy to just go right to Bet Rivers and place a bet. And it's all about cash and tickets, right, John? It's the excitement, Matt. It's just adding excitement. Like, you can watch the games, too, on BetRivers.ca. You can watch the Major League Baseball games mm. streaming live mm-hmm. on BetRivers.ca or BetRivers.com. You know, because we're worldwide, Matt. You know that, right? <laughs> we are worldwide, and we are prime time. All right, let's have some fun, John. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to constitute gambling advice. Views and opinions expressed are solely those of the commentators and do not reflect the views of Sirius XM or its affiliates, nor do those views or opinions guarantee or increase the likelihood of any outcome. If you choose to engage in any gambling activity, you do so at your own risk. Sirius XM Sports Bet Primetime, July 13th. What is a value play, John? Personally, if I'm making a bet and it's not easy to hit on your bets. Uh, good morning, John, by the way. Good day, Matt. How are you? I'm good. It's not easy to pick winners, uh, and we certainly do what we can to provide information so that people are are in an informed position. There's a mouthful when they make a bet and when they make a choice. But identifying value is really the key. And if I'm going to bet and I can do something from just a, a blind throwing a dart at the dartboard with my eyes closed perspective, or I can do it from an informed perspective. I know which one I'd prefer to do. Uh, particularly to me, there's more of a gaming sort of competitive aspect to it. When I've collected some information and tried to be analytical about something and tried to put some thought into it, much in the way you'd be entertained by doing a crossword puzzle or playing Jeopardy John or Trivia Pursuit. Uh, which was big back in my day, uh, or any of those types of things, those sort of intellectual pursuits that can be entertaining and engaging and interesting. And then, of course, if you hit and win some money, that doesn't hurt in terms of making it fun either, does it? But finding those value opportunities. So the sports book sets a line. You've done your own analysis, and the output of your analysis is different than the, the line that the sports book is setting, for example. And that delta, the difference between the two, is a value opportunity. What would you add to that, John? Is that... Cover it. <laughs> Matt, that's that's the key to sports betting. 
that's the key to betting on sports. You have to find value. You just can't. Okay, I'll give you a quick example. Okay, just Hit a quick me. one, very quick. Hit We're going to talk a little British Open today, Matt. Mm. Who in their right mind would bet Xander Shoffley? Okay, <laughs> he won the last two tournaments, Matt. Three if you count that little pro-am and so on. And fine, you can bet him. But isn't it too late? Isn't it like we, we if we discovered that he's 30 to 1 to win those tournaments and now he's 18 to 1, the value has been sucked out of taking Xander Shoffley for the big golf tournament. Everybody knows who won the last two tournaments. Oh, Xander Shoffley. I'm going to bet him. That's exactly what you don't do. You do what exactly as you suggested. Do the analysis. Think, oh, this is pretty good value. He's about to be something good. He's about to win something. Oh, he looks like he's pretty good value on the odds board. I'm going to bet him. Right. Predictive. Yes, exactly. All right, let's get deep into the practical side of this right now. John, I'm going to lay this on you. I know you already know this, but play along. Yes. American League MVP, the winner is obviously at this point if you have to I say, would say the obvious one is well well i wouldn't it's it's down to aaron judge or shohei itani you okay know? like what okay okay go. so but i would have said aaron judge aaron judge all day right what has he got 30 home runs or something or more i can't keep up uh he's on pace to break the record uh for the year he's tearing the cover up off the ball he's uh playing for a contract etc 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 great storyline good for him yankees short porch and right whatever overspending don't care <laughs> if you look at the statistical performance of batters in the American League today, and you compare the statistics of Aaron Judge against a one Mr. Jordan Alvarez, and then you look at the odds, you see my starting point for what anybody could see is a good example of a value play, John. You can get Jordan Alvarez to win the American League MVP this year at as high as plus 1,400, so 14 to 1, Aaron Judge is at plus 120, uh, plus 105, depending on where you look. Look at the odds aggregators or the odd comparator. So I'm seeing on our partner, Bet Rivers site, I see that they've got Jordan Alvarez to win the American League MVP at 10 to 1. Aaron Judge is at plus 105. What would that be? 1 to 1, essentially, John, right? Well, for your 100, you get 100, uh, 105. Right. So let me just quickly review today's, for those of you that don't have it in front of you at time, Jordan Alvarez leading the American League in OPS. He's at 1,058. So 10.58, uh, Aaron Judge back at 9.68, batting average, Jordan Alvarez, 3.06, Aaron Judge, 2.82. Uh, you know, on base percentage, Jordan Alvarez, 4.05, Aaron Judge, 3.60, slugging, 6.53 for Alvarez, 6.08 for Judge. So it, when you factor in the odds, so you say, you, there's talk about having the value sucked out of something, John, with uh, Aaron Judge. The year he's had, there's not a lot of value on that bet left, is there? However, how do you like Jordan Alvarez at 14 to 1 or 10 to 1 at our partner Bet Rivers site? Go to Bet Rivers. Uh, you'll see the link in today's show notes. You can just click on the link in the show notes to the podcast that you're listening to right now, and you'll find it'll take you right through to the sportsbook site. You can place the bet today if you want to. But that, to me, hit me with it, John. That's a value opportunity, is it not? It's bang on. Okay, it doesn't matter that I don't agree with you. Okay, it doesn't matter that I don't think Jordan Alvarez is going to be the ML, AL MVP. It's what one thinks, and the process that you went through is exactly what one should go through. You know, it's too late. Aaron Judge, it's too late. That ship has sailed. Okay, that's there's no value. The value has been sucked out of it. You could have got 
judge at 10 to 1 or 20 to 1, okay, to win the MVP. That would have been two months ago, and that would have been correct betting on sports. Now, correct is obviously in, um, subjective, but, but way, the way you do, do it, you look at the statistics, you look at the narrative possibilities, and you think, okay, I'm going to do that because he's got all of these, all of these statistics, and he's the right price, then that's a bet. Okay, and I've gone through a similar exercise, Matt. So I, I, mm. we can do the whole show on this thing because mm-hmm. it's important. To yeah, let's the go. Sports go. Hit me with whatever you want. Yep. No. Right. So American so, League MVP. Go. Yeah. So I, so and I do it slightly different. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, there's no way that Judge wins. I, I just what? Take, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let me let me play, let it play out. I'm not going to bet Judge. Or I'm not going to bet Otani. It's too late on those guys. <laughs> so so. To me, it's probably one of those guys that's going to win, but yeah. whatever. It doesn't, yeah. I mean, remember, Robbie Ray was 40 to 1 at this time last year, okay? And he yeah. won the we won the Cy Young. Right. All right. So all, I think one, all one has to do is, sir, Aaron Judge in the last month, okay? He hasn't, he hasn't got the same kind of numbers that he had in the first month of the season. So in April, May, he wasn't as good in June as he was in April and May. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so who was good in the last month, Matt? That's Showtime. my that's my process. Yep, sorry. Yep. And you looked at somebody like Alvarez, who has been very good in the last month. Okay, and he's absolute value at fourteen to one, twelve to one, sixteen to one, whatever your book has, and and so on. So I go through a similar exercise. Do I look at crazy long shots occasionally? Yeah. But that's the one process that 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 goes through. That's why I'm still excited. I, I we'll, we'll pivot to the National League just for a moment, Matt. On a National League, that's mm-hmm. why, if you recall, we did. I yeah, like Goldschmidt. Yeah. Uh, okay, he's he, he's he's good. But I I liked um, Dansby Swanson. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm thinking, hmm, how is what is the status of that particular bet? Well, you know, he's probably still a long shot. He is still a long shot because Goldsmith has been amazing. All right, Manny Machado is back, and you know, what do you call him? Polar Bear, Pete Alonso. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he, these guys are all very good. But if you look at Dansby Swanson's numbers in the last month, he's he's right there in WAR. He's at the top in WAR. Mm. Freddie Freeman is at the top of the National League <laughs> in WAR for the National League. Okay, he's twenty-two to one. So that is the process. What you went through to find your Alvarez play is bang on. Because, by the way, Matt, he's a good player too, okay? So Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson, look for those guys in those predictions, those predictive stats to figure out um, what a, what a, a value bet is. That's the theme we talked about earlier. Value bet. And that's, what you, that's how, you, how you capitalize in these particular markets. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt John. You can keep going. I was just going to say, didn't you have Austin Riley as a potential uh, NL MVP as well? I'll tell you, my biggest bet. No, I didn't have. I thought, I, okay. But he he is another one. Mm. Swanson was the guy. He's forty to one now. I bet him at fifty to one, and mm. I'm not crushed by that ticket. My so far so good. Sorry, you were, can you say that again? The last part. Yeah. So you had. I, so I had Dansby Swanson mm-hmm. at fifty to one. Nice. He is now forty to one. Okay, mm-hmm. but he's got momentum. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, it's a value play. He's to me, he's the best player in the National League as of right now, uh, defensively carrying Atlanta. You know what? His Goldschmidt is an excellent player. He's obviously got huge numbers, but really, St. St. Louis has won what four games in the last three weeks. You know, like he's he's mm-hmm. been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
where where I am proud, okay, and 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 this is the way you do these things. <laughs> and it's not like I've won dozens of these, but we're still looking for value. We're still working on our process to get there. Michael Harris to win the National League Rookie of the Year. All right. I got him at 25 to 1. And to stress, Matt, I'm not telling everybody how great I am. All right. I'm just going through the process of these things. And Michael Harris is 25 to 1 to win the, the National League Rookie of the Year. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is now plus 300, 3 to 1 now. Okay. Second choice because you identify some predictive stats early on and then play those particular stats. Now, if you look at Spencer Strider, the guy's got, and he's the favorite for the National League Rookie of the Year, his war is over two. He's got monster war this year, and he is the right, rightful favorite. But who is somebody that's going to rise up, like your Jordan Alvarez example, who is about to rise up and has got some, some uh, maybe the narrative hasn't caught up to how great he's been playing. He's, um, he's, um, so, and you see somebody at 12 to 1, 15 to 1, 60 to 1, doesn't matter. You're identifying value and you're having fun with it. You're watching what Jordan Alvarez is doing nightly for the Astros. You're, you're, you're watching what Dansby Swanson has been doing nightly for the Braves, etc. So I, I think that's quintessential betting on sports to me. And um, it's a great topic for sure. It is, and uh, interesting, and uh, let's keep going. So AL uh, Cy Young winner, we've talked a few times, so we won't go into it again, but Alec Manoa about his prospects and his odds for the American League Cy Young Award as best pitcher. Looking at statistics generally again, trying to identify those value deltas, John, and uh, it's interesting the symmetry between the statistical ERA leaders in the American League and the odds I'm looking at on Bet Rivers, our partner site. So uh, McClanahan, Verlander, Cease, Manoa is the top four in ERA in the American League, qualified uh, in the shortest odds to win the American League uh, on Bet Rivers. Verlander, McClanahan, Garrett Cole, Shohei Otani, can you believe that? Uh, Dylan Cease, Alec Manoa, so very similar and uh, obviously the uh, key statistic. We talked about Alec Manoa, Dark Horse, not in the top, uh, not not listed on many books, and the one at the beginning of the year coming out of spring training, and he was 40 to 1 uh, on the books that we saw at the beginning of the year. Now down to 18 to 1, and for the reasons that we identified some of the intangibles, just his uh, physical makeup, his size, his strength, his effortless delivery, delivery and effortless power, his consistency. Never had a bad start as uh, as a starter in his entire major league career yet, such as it is. It's only been since last year, but still, I think he's more durable and has a more projects as a more sustainably effective pitcher over the long term through the what is a let's face it, it's a bit of a marathon getting through a full season as a starter these days, John. And there's often dips in performance uh, and at times injuries for a lot of these guys. So we like him on the AL Cy Young Award. What else for futures, John, in terms of year-end awards? Uh, you touched on Rookie of the Year. We uh, talked about Cy Young. Anything else on MVP or the other major awards for the season? Yeah, you mean uh, the, uh, the AL Cy Young, uh, I don't see anything in there that, that excites me. Uh, Manoa at 14-1 to still represents value to me. Uh, he, he is getting lots of international attention. But these other guys, you've, you've, you've suggested that, that I mean, their ERAs are, are in good form. I don't see them, any, those too, many, too many of those guys, slowing down. But again, we're looking for value. Can they slow down? Yes, they can. 
can Alex Manoa continue his his ascent? Yes, he can. So Verlander's got to drop off, right? Though, right? Come on, didn't he have Tommy John last year or something? I don't know how he's. <laughs> he's doing older. It. I don't know. How Kate he's... Upton. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. No, no. Like, like the, I mean, these are those, the, these are narrative things that are valuable. You know, it's like, like yeah. he is. What is he? Forty five. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to be funny. Fifty seven. Yeah. And, and, and Kate Upton's at home. Okay, so we get yeah. it. We get. It. So how is this guy doing it? But so uh, ultimately, you're suggesting. Matt, that Manoa is the right play. I can't find anybody deeper than that uh, on the in the AL in the in the AL Cy Young market. Okay, I can't identify anybody deeper in the AL uh, MVP market except for your Alvarez. All right. Now I've got I got a, I've got a Raphael Devers ticket that's still intact. So. I'm gonna. Oh, injury issues. Well, whatever. You know, it's like it was again. These two things are generally throwaways. No, I'm just teasing you. That was a no, good pick. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, whatever. It's it, we're we're having fun with this. I, I yeah. mean, am I going to retire? Of course not. But yeah. we're having fun with it. So now, okay. So AL Rookie of the Year, Matt. Mm. All right. Did you have you seen? And have, have, I wonder if the listeners have seen. Have you seen Julio Rodriguez's Rodriguez. numbers? He's running away with it. Yeah. Like going to be added to the All Star game, yeah, and he was very highly touted coming into the season, but he's fulfilling that uh, billing. Which often there's that sort of dip in performance when you first get called up, and then like Vladdy or whoever, or you know the Bryce Harpers of the world, or even Mike Trout had a struggle in his first yeah. year. It's the only year he's ever struggled, but not uh, not Rodriguez. So it was it was heightened because how many how many times have we watched the Mariners in our in our uh, this year? What over the last four games mm. when they were when Toronto was there. His numbers just as just for 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 confirmation, Mac. He's got fifteen home runs, forty four RBIs, and twenty one stolen bases. Wow. Okay, so he's got the monster numbers halfway through the season. He's on his way to a, being a thirty thirty candidate in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to win rookie of the year yeah. unless Can't. something devastating happens. Right? And a cannon of an arm, yeah. So yeah. Uh, defensively, and he's driving that team that's involved in the in the in the playoff hunt. Yeah, and they, of course, uh, sort of pushed in a little bit, pushed the chips in a little bit with the big Robbie Ray acquisition and uh, Jesse Winker and others. And some of those young, they've been bad for a while. And, of course, that typically leads to better prospects in, in the system. And uh, pitches like Logan Gilbert look uh, pretty good uh, against the Blue Jays. Uh, just one other thing I was going to mention on the Cy Young, John, I see Kevin Gossman creeping into the discussion again. He's the sixth shortest odds on Bet Rivers at plus 1,900. So... Hopefully he's in there uh, later later this week. Uh, anything else on baseball, John? You want to comment on the uh, the Blue Jays briefly? Uh, had Philadelphia in town and uh, a few other main players missing. Zach Wheeler versus Ross Stripling tonight. Do you have a pick on the game or anything else there? Yeah, I I'll say this. This is the one point, and it's, it has little less to do with sports betting, except that I didn't like J, uh, JT Real Moto's comments <laughs> the other day. What a buffoon! Right, saying like. To me, okay, I said it wasn't involved in sports betting, but it actually is. To me, these are play against opportunities with the Phillies. The dummy says, <laughs> whatever. The guy says, oh, I'm not going to let Canada tell me what to do. Dummy, the U.S. has the exact same rule, okay? you Foreign citizens, non-American citizens have to be vaccinated, uh, so I don't understand. So, what do, you, what do you think he, is there any chance that he knows that? <laughs> well, like he felt so, he was so clever and smart and yeah. strong saying that, wasn't it? And it's like, do you know anything about anything, you jackass? Matt, <laughs> his manager is Canadian. Oh, wow, Jesus. <laughs> so anyways, I, I'm, I'm off a tangent there. It has absolutely nothing to do with my 
perceived political views, okay? But I'm just saying, when, here's a guy. I was gonna say, when people say shut up and dribble and that, and yeah. we all kind of cringe when someone says something like yeah. that, but it's comments like that. Yeah. Where it's like Bad you're luck. you're arrogant because you're good at baseball, so you think you're clever, and you don't even bother to pay attention or read at a grade six level, and you <laughs> don't even understand basic facts, and you know more than physicians all over the world. And okay, so you know just that. So you know more than uh, Dr. Fauci or whoever else. Yeah. Not to get political, but it's yeah. like why would you think that? What are you talking about? And we don't like, have to have to go that far, yeah, Matt. Yeah. Like just hey. Do, uh, like, uh, are you a sports fan, Real Moto? Like, you know, do you know that Novak Djokovic can't come to the U.S. Open because he's unvaccinated? You you are aware of that. The among among the biggest, n- nobody cares about your stupid Phillies against Blue Jays game. Okay, there's a big tennis match that's going to go on in a in a in a in a couple of months, and the best player in the world won't be there. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he's not an American citizen that's unvaccinated, and you're telling us you're not going to let Canada tell you what to do yeah i can't wait to when i really hope someone should in short order has some guts and ask him that question you know like do you know do you do you realize this and just to see his reaction yeah. i'm sure he won't even understand the question but anyways so i'll just yeah. be very brief on the one on this one point on the sports betting piece matt i so i i'm i'm betting against the phillies as a result um i'm glad barrios really really pitched well last night and i and i you know i'm a big zach wheeler fan and i think he's really good but you know um so I'm, I'm just betting against the Phillies right now because of dumb things like that, a, a vibe that comes off that's been emitted from that clubhouse that sort of says, you don't want to come up and help your team make a rush for the playoffs. I respect if you don't want to be unvaccinated. I'm not, this is not my point, but you don't want to be part of it. Then don't be part of it. And that's have your team suffer. And I hope they get swept by the blue Jays. Exactly. And, you know, interesting, a couple of comments briefly for me, John, they have identical records at this point. Interesting, eh? 46 and 42. Uh-huh. How about how stacked the Phillies are? So they, Schwarber has 28 home runs. Yeah. How's that? They like uh, acquired seven the, in the last week or something crazy too. acquired yeah. Nick Castellanos from the Reds, their best offensive player uh, at this point uh, from last year. Uh, Bryce Harper, not in the lineup. Alec Baum, there's a superstar in the making if I've ever seen one in my life. Uh, not in the lineup. You mentioned JT Real Muto not in the lineup. You know, still Zach Wheeler's going tonight, but just bang, 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 those three guys, and you add it into the power that they've got in the balance of that lineup, and you could see why Joe Girardi got fired because his team was underperforming. But I picked them at the beginning of the year, John. I think you were there with me, but uh, just an absolutely loaded lineup, and they speaking of pushing your chips in, right? So see how this uh, shakes out. One other last comment for me. I was looking at the pitching matchup. So, of course, Zach Wheeler, super, perennial superstar, right, John? No question. Cy Young discussion last year. His whip, uh, 1.05. Stripling, how about 1.16? We'll take it, right? So he's been great. Uh, looks like the I'm looking at the matchup predictor on ESPN, and the Phillies are actually favored in this, both on the run line, and actually the money line is evened out now. So anything else on this, the over-under, John, at eight, any of that attractive to you? Or You, you mentioned an interesting one last time. Uh, what was it, the starters? Over under on the starters line or something like that. I found yeah, that interesting. To me, I, I've I've really joined the revolution of about first five, mm. the, what they call halftime. It's it's baseball. There's no halftime, obviously. But I mean, just look. I, I seem to, and this is important for a sweet spot. This to stress. This is not about me, but I have come about. I'm able to handicap the starters and the lineups better than I am bullpens, Matt. So baseball has offered, or baseball, the baseball sports baseball betting community is offered an option to bet only the first five innings 
And it's the exact same plays out the exact same way, but you're only betting the score at, after the first five innings. So I'm able to handicap the starters well. I'm able to handicap the lineups well. So I've been I've been attacking those markets better because I just can't figure out bullpens. So to me, this looks like an under for the first five. Now they're usually very short. There's only four runs expected in those in these in these particular games. Okay. Right, those types of numbers, mm-hmm. three and a half, four and a half, those types of things. But I'm going to play under. Okay, Stripling and Wheeler must pitch, but I'm going under four runs for the first five innings yeah. for tonight's baseball game. So I like that. I, I like like to play a lot, and I agree. It's such a wild card once you get into the bullpen because you don't know who's coming in, and and I it do. could be totally different bullpens and their effectiveness depending on things that we don't have. I mean, that could be potentially inside information if you could get. A pregame interview with the manager and talk about who's available, and but then you're really sort of uh, getting a little granular, right? Some people are good at them. I don't. I I don't have that. I don't have that patience. Saying, okay, I've heard of Zach Wheeler. I've heard of I've heard of uh, Ross Stripling. They're both pretty good. I'm going to look at those intricate numbers, and and okay, no real moto, and no, uh, you know, you mentioned the players, no Alec Baum, no no Harper. All of these guys aren't playing. So then reduce the value of the that Phillies lineup. How are they going to score runs? How are they going to generate war, right? So, no, you bang on. You cannot, you cannot, to me, to me, and that's the way I am, this is not what you, the listenership wants, okay, necessarily, or, or or is comfortable with, but I'm not going to handicap bullpens. I just don't have it in me mm-hmm. to do it. I've tried and I don't have it, okay? So, you guys might be able to, but since there's an option of just worrying about the starters with these first five lines, and they generally, generally mirror the full game lines, um, cut in half type thing, um, then then attack those markets. And I think uh, that you'll have a lot of fun with that too. All right, we're going to get going. Uh, good stuff, John. We're going to get going on uh, British Open now, or the Open, John, is what you properly call it. But I can't leave baseball with making two quick comments. Feel yep. free to respond either or yep. just move along to golf, whichever you prefer. You and I were talking just before the show started briefly. We talked in our previous episode, I think, or two about the merits of the dismissal of one Charlie Montoyo as the manager of the Blue Jays. Of course, lost nine of 10. Uh, the uh, frustration of uh, Blue Jay fans across the country and elsewhere. But as I heard uh, someone else say, and it sort of distilled it down to the essence of the issue, can you blame Charlie Montoyo for the Yusei Kikuchi signing? Can you blame him for the Ryu contract and injury, if that's what it was? fake IL, or uh, can you blame him for uh, the Brios, who is spectacular and I think is great and is going to turn around, but let's face it, he's been, his ERA is literally at the bottom of the league for starters, so those are Charlie's fault, so we need to fire him. Of course, they have absolutely nothing to do with him whatsoever, so need to look at the front office at Shapiro and Atkins, Shatkins, and if you want to talk about firing people, start there as a much more logical way to approach it. Last thing on baseball, I was noticing in the comparator, John, that I referenced earlier on the, uh, the matchup indicator, Blue Jays have far identical one-loss records as the Phillies. Blue Jays have far fewer runs scored, 10% less than the Phillies, and they have far more hits. So we talked all year. That's been the bane of their existence is runners in scoring position and inability to con- connect and that's something to me i don't know what you think but that is going to revert to the mean logically right absolutely no there's a there's there's stats packages out there matt that refer to that you know those that string together runs that's viewed as a luck factor okay Mm. if the if the blue jays are generating many more hits and to use for a specific example 
They're generating more hits but are generating less runs. That means they're not clustering their hits to generate runs. That's viewed as a regression thing. You're absolutely right there. You are, they're going to, both ways, you know, if there is an option, if there is a chance to, uh, Fangraphs has a, has a wonderful, wonderful um, chart that re- references this kind of stuff. It's called base runs, okay? It means if you're generating a number of hits, you should be generating a number of runs within an inning. But if you're not doing that, then you're not scoring runs. So that eventually regresses. Now, does it regress in a week or a month or a year or whatever? That's up to you to figure out. But that is a real thing, Matt. And that says Phillies down, Blue Jays up. Does it manifest itself in tonight's game? I don't know. But it's really interesting. And it's something that people should keep in mind because uh, it, it it's real. It's it's it Absolutely, there's a regression factor there. All right, let's keep the faith, right, John? With our Jays, we're that's keeping it. the faith. That's it. We're not going to we're not going to bail yet. Yeah, should be interesting over the next few weeks leading up to the trade deadline. We'll have lots of time to talk about that. Let's go the Open Golf's final major. We're going to get your picks, John. Uh, let me introduce it here. Uh, final major 2022, hosted by uh, St Andrews, one of the best courses in the world. This is the 150th. Isn't that fascinating to think about it? Going back mm-hmm. into the 1800s, 150th Open Championship. The fifth time uh, it'll have been there since the turn of the century. Tiger Woods has won. Woods Woods has won twice on this course. I saw he's at forty to one. We could talk about that. Louis Oosthuizen uh, has a win and a runner-up finish at St Andrews. And Zach Johnson, little throwback to the early aughts, uh, won in twenty fifteen, and that was the last time the Claret Jug was awarded at St Andrews. So, of course, obviously a huge factor, right, John? You're the best, you're the betting expert mm-hmm. for golf. Uh, and everything for that matter, but particularly the golf, you have some not expertise. Really. <laughs> Roy McIlroy, not surprisingly, big winner down the street here at the Canadian Open at St. George's, but uh, he uh, enters as the betting favorite, not a surprise, uh, from Northern Ireland. Give it up for Ireland, John. Yep. Uh, it's been red hot. Uh, Xander Shoffley, as you touched on earlier, two wins in the past two weeks, uh, but uh, Lynx only Golf. Only 18 to 1, yeah, that's the only problem. What's that? He's only 14 to 1. That's It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's too late to bet. Lynx Golf. As they, as St. Andrews' course, as we all know, is different and interesting, and a lot more sort of running the ball up rather than sort of pitching it up crazy high in the air and trying to drop it in there. And different style of golf, and uh, should be interesting this week. Tiger Woods, uh, well, of course, the betting world, the TV, uh, every, all the uh, advertisers, and so on. There's no one they'd like to see at the leaderboard, but let's get real. He's going to be 47 soon. But what a story that would be. Any chance for him being in play uh, from your perspective, John? Is there any value at 40-1 to 1 for Tiger? No, to, not to me. Uh, I, he might make the cut, you know, but Matt, but he can barely walk, you know, to me, right? Uh, almost lost his leg last right? year. Right. So uh, saying, like, the fact that he made the cut at the U.S. Open and made the cut at, uh, I'm sorry, what, he made, the, 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 two, of the, two, of the, yeah. two of the three majors. Withdrew from the PGA uh, right. Masters 40th. Yep. Yeah. So so he was, so he's involved. So, yeah, is he, is he, he knows his course just like he does Augusta. Yeah, can he play well? But he's not. Remember, he's 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 well into his forties. I mean, there are guys that are that are that are like that are that are young, fit that are that are don't hit the ball like him. I, we get it, okay? Um, in, in their in his prime, but he he's not he's not on the verge of winning. So he's to me, yeah. Can he make the cut? And you want to cheer for him? Knock yourself out. We had a good discussion about that last time round. But just because you want to cheer for this particular person, 
Yeah, have them make the cut at even money or or minus one twenty, whatever it is. A nice even money bet, win or lose, you just double your money kind of thing. That's a great way of playing it. To me, forty to one is not value on Tiger Woods. He seems like a more eighty to one type bet. And um, there are other players to play here. Mm-hmm. So, what's uh, drawing your attention, John? Is there some value? Are there some value plays there? Uh, we talk about the Cameron Smiths of the world and the Jordan Spieths, and mm-hmm. we've mentioned already uh, Rory, of course. But uh, where are you seeing uh, what's what's catching your attention the most? Now, Matt, it's not too important what I care. I just I, I, I just want to go into I, and I'll, I'll share with you picks. Okay, you know we don't do tons of picks on here, which is we're, we're talking about process. And I I think I've got five five bets that I've made, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all similar type things. I can't pick just one. I don't think people can just pick one uh, player and say, okay, win at an 80 to one player. You've got to mix it up. You've got to think guys that are have similar statistical profiles and, um, and, 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 and play them because we're just having fun. We w- we're going to wake up at 6 a.m. and watch the watch the Open Championship. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the best part of it. Yep, so sure. all of these guys have similar similar statistical profiles and there's lots of data out there including the pga's own website i go to a place called data golf okay it's a really nice site by um launched by a couple of canadians actually that is excellent and what do we talk about before when we talk about golf mat strokes gained mm-hmm. okay we need guys that have that's gained strokes not just not just simple um scoring all right and these are the guys identified. We want guys who, that strike the ball well, tee to green. And with St. Andrews, you need to be a little bit better off the tee, okay, comparatively to putting or around the green. So the kind of guys, you mentioned it, links golf, get the ball up there a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and be accurate. So here is my group of five, all right? I've got Justin Spieth, right? He's done well at St. Andrews before. Jordan Spieth, yep. Uh, yeah, okay. Jordan, yep. Jordan Spieth. What are, what are He's that? done well there, yeah. Uh, Jordan Spieth, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also got Tony Finau, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Another guy who's familiar to those that went to the Canadian Open. He was obviously very good. Mm-hmm. I have got also uh, Sunjay Im as my crazy long shot. <laughs> he's at 80 to 1. He was terrible at the Scottish Open, but he's a consistent guy that uh, that has been doing, uh, th- that, is, that has been playing well all year and that's got the right profile profile uh to win the open championship i got the home not hometown but terrell hatton you know another sort of popular english player um that um that will uh will will do some damage and of course it's hard it's too late maybe but will the thrills al torres he's my (laughs) other guy so there's my group of five of of just look for guys that are have got good statistical profiles that hit the strike the ball well and it's specifically at St. Andrews that do it well off the tee. All right, I'll go with uh, Matt Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. and uh, Shane Lowry, a couple of uh, UK golfers, and uh, maybe a little more familiarity with the style uh, to be played. Uh, anything else on golf, John, or where else do you want to go from here? Over one last here? one, Matt. Yeah. One last one on golf. Okay, remember last year we had, we talked about a great way to attack golf is just do the nationalities um, groups, you know. <laughs> yeah. so oh, just, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we did that with Canada last year, and and there's only two Canadians in this year's uh, in this year's. Um, so uh, how does that work? Championship. Can yeah. Re- so review that. So just if there's just you, you pick one or the other. There's only Corey Connors and Mackenzie Hughes in the Open Championship this year for Canadians. So whoever does better at the end of the tournament wins. 
So Corey Connors is minus 200 compared to Mackenzie Hughes, who's plus 150 to be better than the other head to head. And uh, this Corey, is a bet that's available. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So Corey Connors is minus 200 compared to Mackenzie Hughes, who's plus 150. And who is going to do better out of those two? Pick one or the other. And based on the odds. So it's literally a bet that you can make Toronto Blue Jays against Montreal Expos. Okay. <laughs> so, and that's what, this is what, and you can do it for a number of countries that are out there. Belgium, in fact, made a bet on the Belgian, the Belgian nationality, who's going to be better. Thomas Peters over Dietrich. Um, so, but Corey Connors is going to, I think he's going to be better than Mackenzie Hughes. He's got better T to green numbers, better off the T numbers. Hughes is better putting, but as, as we've talked about before, we're not as interested in how good the statistical profile is for those that are putting. So give me Corey Connors over Mackenzie Hughes at the Open Championship this weekend. All right, brother, good stuff. Okay, we, uh, we're we up against the clock, but I think we uh, hit through some good uh, information today. We have so much on the horizon. We have, of course, NFL season is quickly approaching. The preseason starts in about three weeks, and we want to uh, cover some preseason betting philosophy and so on. Then we're going to get into some fantasy picks uh, and uh, fantasy focus, and then uh, we're getting ready for our preview for the regular season, which starts in uh, about six weeks. So a lot to get through. Uh, good conversation today, John. Remember, yeah. everyone, to have fun with this. That's what we're doing it for. Uh, remember, it's about value for your entertainment dollar and your sports entertainment dollar. So focus on that. So have fun. Bet responsibly. We are back at you later this week. Uh, until then, uh, have a great week, and we are we will talk to you soon. Uh, we're out for now, though. Peace, John. Thanks, man.